Come gather round, children, it's high time he learns About a hero named Homer and a devil named Burns We'll march till we drop the girls and the fellas We'll fight till the death or else fold like umbrellas Four finger discount, dude! Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we're here to review Last Exit to Springfield, an episode that is much better than I remember it being as a kid. I haven't watched it in many, many years. It makes its way up on the list of best Simpsons episodes of all time, or certainly, you know, did 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, well, I I always looked at it when I was on the list and I'm thinking, it's just so overrated. I never understood why it would always be in these, everyone's favourite list, but I can understand why now. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty funny. It's hilarious from start to finish and there's so much parody in this episode. Yep. So many different movie references, cultural references and... And in general, it's just a really, really great story as well. So many iconic moments as well, like Homer mm. doing the spin, things like yeah. that. The, the Big Bane at the start. Yeah. How brutally violent was it? Yeah, it's pretty full on. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? But when I was a kid, similar to Selma's Choice, when I taped it off television, I missed the start. Oh, but no. I, I believe that would probably would have been cut out on television. I can't see that getting past the censors. No, that would have Think made of it. the stuff they cut out, though, from other episodes. What, you think they'd leave a guy getting shot in the face? Yeah. Violence. All right then. <laughs> violence is never treated as badly as something to do with sex or drugs. I guess so. In a cartoon, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, in any medium. Yeah. You can have people be shot at seven o'clock at night, but you can't have someone say "fuck." Yeah. It's stupid. Do you think people, the listeners at home, are starting to hear the the lack of motivation in their voices as we start to go <laughs> through all these episodes over the course of a month? <laughs> I don't know if there's a lack of motivation, but there no motivation. Is... We're getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> like we've gotten. To, this is sort of the end of a really hard slog to make sure that everything was pre-recorded. Eight episodes just bang. Yeah. I'm trying to be up. I'm trying to be upbeat. I'll be honest. Yeah. But I feel like I've done nothing but go home and watch The Simpsons for the last few days. And ordinarily that would be fun, but then it's also write about it, talk about it, research it. And it's for the first time ever, this is feeling like work. <laughs> I know. Well, I said to Mitch, I said, I'm so sick of sitting in front of my computer every night listening to our voices talk about The Simpsons. I don't want to fucking hear about The Simpsons ever again. <laughs> it's just driving me insane. And then I said, hey, guess what I'm watching? <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite moments from the episode? Um, favourite moments from this, punching Lenny in the back of the head. Okay. Because it's just such a random, out of the blue gag. Like, the it is fact out of the that, blue, but it does set it but up. But it fits. Yeah. But I love that like Homer's entire... At no point does has Lenny ever done anything wrong by Homer. It's like everyone else at the plant is being mean for him, and he yeah. just manifests all of that rage onto Lenny. I'm gonna punch Lenny, and it's such a like uh, poor Lenny. Like he's rocked up to work, he's having his morning coffee, he thinks everything's okay, and then boom, right in the back of the head, and that's just left it at that. Yeah, I don't even reference again. My favorite moments. There's got two of them. It's the it was him. Mm. Get him, that's one of Trippy my voice guy. It's one of my favorite cut to commercials. Just the, way, the fact that he's laughing, he's just yep. so evil all the bashing up. The other one is the Burn Smithers montage when they're looking after the plant themselves. Yeah, that's so dense. flapping the we, uh, hands well, around. And my, so my exact, um, the only note that I took for like that two minutes was dandy montage. <laughs> I love the look on Burns, the look of concern as the robots are chasing. He's like yeah. carrying yeah, the Smithers. As he's being yeah. <laughs> carried away. But yeah, that was my favorite moments. A bit of trivia. I've only got one question because I don't know what happened to the rest of my questions. Oh dear. <laughs> I'll kick off with my well, question. Thank God I've come to the party. I know, I know, right? What did Shelbyville used to be called? Uh, um, Morganville. Morganville, correct. Yeah, that was going to be what I learned from the episode. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what have I got? 
All right. Well, let's see how you go remembering things if you weren't able to yeah, come yeah, up yeah. with questions. What uh, What were the two wrestlers um, that were going to be competing? The Iron Yuppie and something Hillbilly. Uh, it was, yes, the Dr. Hillbilly, Dr. Hillbilly versus Iron Yuppie. What was it that was going to happen to them? One of them would be unmasked and killed in the ring. Yes. <laughs> um, what, uh, what chapter of the Union were... Is, is the power plant a part of? No idea. Uh, like, oh, 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 the, it's what, no, what? it's not what's on the sign. It's okay. what Carl says when the meeting starts. Oh, no idea. Local 643. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the previous union president? <sighs> no idea. Either. Chucky Fitzhugh. Chucky Fitzhugh. And uh, what were the names of the hired goons? Oh, damn it. That was, gonna, that was <laughs> one of my trivia questions. I forgot. What was it? Crusher and Low Blow. <sighs> How funny is, are those two guys? Hired goons. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah the, the fact that well, either Crusher or Low Blow, whichever it is, just a little adjustment of the tires yes. and closes the door. <laughs> just be polite. So, a few facts about the episode before we get into the review. The title of the episode, or do you want to send this one? Because you're the one that inspired me to get this fact. Well, I just said, what is it? And you looked it up yeah. and I've already forgotten. Okay, the title of the episode. <laughs> no, it, it references a book, Last Exit to Brooklyn, uh, yes. in which a subplot revolves around, what would you say, downfall of the union? Corruption and downfall Corruption. of the union leader during a strike. Yep. Uh, during the production of the episode, an ABC camera crew was allowed into the rewrite room, which Al Jean has said since that he regretted because they were working on stage direction and they came off not being very funny. Yeah. They, they were saying that basically whenever a camera came in, the writers would kind of clam up as it was. And when they're just doing stage direction, it's not the most exciting thing to be viewing them talk about. So, yeah. I've heard that being in the writers' room wasn't that fun anyway. No, well, well, we all look at we all back now think like you know it's going to be this grand thing with people like a circus act like Conan O'Brien doing wacky noises and whatever. But no, they're just sitting around eating fast food trying to come up with one line for yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Well, look, the, if you want a good view into a writers' room, get the documentary Six Days to Wear. So, sorry, that's Seven South Days Park. to Wear the South Park. Yeah, that's great. I love when he gets his McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, and like there are moments of genius, but there are also long moments of staring at a blank whiteboard, going, "What the fuck." And they get so angry, don't they? They're so frustrated. Anyway, uh, the producers originally asked Anthony Hopkins and Clint Eastwood to provide the voice of the dentist, Dr. Wolf. Oh, okay. But they Hopkins both... would have been fantastic. Yeah, that would have been great, yeah. Would have, well, would have suited for... Um, what's Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. That kind of tone. He, the, the, whoever the, whoever did play the dentist kind almost went with that Lecter-esque kind of, you know, highbrow tone. It became... It was given to Hank Azaria. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that's the kind of thing he that inspired him, Hannibal Lecter, anyway. So, uh, as well, the original panellist on Smartline was supposed to be... O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. That would have been terrible for The Simpsons. Well, look, the naked gun still holds up. Yeah, but would this have aired before or after? When, when did he have the big car chase? Oh. This aired in March 93. Yeah, that was June 93. I think it was only a few months. So, as long as... It, June? As long as he didn't record it... It was it, after Stanley Cup, so it would have had to have been winter. It would have sucked for them if they had recorded him, and then, like, a week later, he pulls the shenanigans. They're like, mm. Do you reckon they should have gone <laughs> Pulls to- the shenanigans. You know what I mean. That's the most light-hearted way to refer to murdering your wife that I've ever heard. But do you think they should have aired it had he been on... Or do you think they would have quickly rewrote it? Um... Oh, it's not, be their, hard to it's rewrite. not their fault. It's not their fault. Look, he... Well, he was found innocent. He was, yes. That is correct. Yeah. Um, well, let's just say it's glad it's lucky for them. They dodged a bullet. Yes, they really did. Yeah. So the original air date was March. Oop, 11th. Hang on, I've got a fact for you oh, as well. Okay, Two things. Um, the Yellow Submarine parody. Yes. Uh, that appears later in the episode in the script. Like you know, well, we'll cover it. But they they had to steer like they were as close to without being able to be sued as they possibly could. Everyone knew what they were doing, but everything was different enough. Yep. Um, the lawyers really insisted that everything was changed to the point that in the script, they even referred to that sequence as the purple submersible. 
Really? Yes. <laughs> uh, and Lisa playing the guitar, the um, the guy that did the layout designs for this particular episode um, was, a, like, you know, knew how to play guitar and made sure that her chords, like, all the chords were as correct as they could be for someone with four fingers. That's pretty cool. So, actually made sure that it was proper guitar play. That's awesome. Yeah. Normal shows wouldn't make that much detail. No. Or pay that much attention. That's awesome. The original air date was March 11th, 1993. The chalkboard gag mud is not one of the four food groups. And the couch gag was that the family jump onto the couch and they become just a big green, a big orange monster. Mm. It is one of the four elements. Dirt? It? Well, it's a combination of two, dirt and water. But that doesn't make food groups. No, it's not. I'm just pointing out what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it kicks off with the McBain or... Part of the McBain movie because if you get all the clips together, it obviously makes one big giant McBain yep. movie. This but is probably the best one. This is I love the busting out of the ice sculpture, like just the hulking arms and the ice to see you. Yeah, that's my favorite McBain line. I think you that's, like buy book, don't you? Uh, yeah, buy book is pretty good. We do things by the book, <sighs> by book. And then they have the um, I, but it's actually the line above that uh, before that. They're like, I can't avenge my partner's death with his pea shooter. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah, pea shooter. Um. Ice to see you though is, or ice to meet you is like the, it's the one line that should have been in Batman Forever that wasn't. Yeah, no, he did say that, didn't he? Does he? Sorry, Batman. And no, Robin. no, no. He says Batman chill Robin. out, everybody. Batman, Robin, not Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep we all knew what you mixing meant. those up. <laughs> um, he does, yeah, chill out. Get ready for a freeze. That's a shit one. Well, that's, also- <laughs> <laughs> that's just shit. But um, I just noted here, it's just very, very violent. Seeing people get shot in the face. I love the guys with a cake. Yeah, he's eating, he's about like, to eat one it. guy's yeah. about to eat it, just shot in the head. Another guy grabs it, and just the grid on his, in amongst all this carnage, he's like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> I also really enjoy that they had the band, like just guys in tuxedos playing like a, the, the um one of those string instruments that they have. The violin. violin. Thank you. Violin, or perhaps a double bass. Mm-hmm. It's Possibly, little, yes. Or cello, and it, if it, you will. What was funny was that we Bane just falls for the puff. Yeah. Like, have a salmon puff. All right. Okay. <laughs> And then Bart and Homer are obviously watching the movie, and there's nobody that evil in real life. Cuts to Mr. Burns laughing at a guy about to fall down a window cleaner. Not only laughing, laughing the exact same way as the guy in the movie. As the guy in the movie, yeah. yes. Yeah. They really portray Burns as just an evil man in this episode, don't they? This yeah. is the most evil we've seen him up to this point. Yeah. There was one really good, subtle, well, well kind of subtle joke in the McBain clip um, that I wrote down that I, I didn't want to pass on without talking about. When he brings out his new drug, Swank, and Swank, says it's yeah. 10 times more addictive than marijuana, which, of course, according to many studies, is not an addictive substance. Isn't it? Marijuana isn't addictive. I don't think so. Uh, proponents of marijuana talk about say that it's not addictive. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so then Burns and Smithers are talking about how the union reps gone missing. Don't do marijuana, kids. Yeah, don't do it. Unless you're all. in California, because it was recently voted legal. Union rep's missing because he's going to clean up the union. Basically, yeah. I haven't the, seen the, him since they said it was going to clean up the union and get the... Guy playing football, tripping over him. So that's a reference to Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, um, obviously in the states. So there was, at one point, body's still never found. And really? It, yeah, there was a um, a rumor going around that he'd been buried in a football stadium. Okay. Now, do you want to mention how who Homer reminds you of in this episode, or do you want to get into it a little bit later? Um, wait until he's actually the leader of the okay. union. No worries. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the the guy was going to clean up the union, and he, they put out a hit on him, so he's gone mm. missing. Uh, Burns, Burns is very angry over their agreement. He's like, we've lost the power. Like, the power's gone to the workers. Yeah. And then he has the flashback. Over such it. subtle things. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. Green cookie on St. Patrick's Day yeah. or something like that. <laughs> but I think that's a joke is to say just how ridiculous unions got to... Yeah. Got, you know, like they, just, they want 
they just want everything. Yeah. yeah anyway. Sometimes a, wom- a, a union wants the final word and you give them the final word, but that's not enough for them. <laughs> I believe in that instance, it is okay to slap a union with an open hand. Do it. Do what happens. I really hope there are people out there that understand what I was just There's at least one of them. Yeah. yeah. I've got to get an email going, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the flashback to Burns. That was or Burns' grandfather. Yeah, that, as Burns is just Atoms. I love the, six of them. What? One, two, three, four, six of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take him away. And obviously, the kid. It is just a kid, isn't it? He's going to say, yeah, basically, it's how unions were formed. Almost people, pimply faced teenagers. Yeah, so. yeah. One day we'll form a union and get the fair and equitable treatment we deserve. Then we'll go too far and get corrupt and shiftless, and the Japanese will eat us alive. Burns then vows to get back the dental plan. The one thing I didn't understand about Hell, the episode, right? Little little subtle, what happened to that young boy? Oh, he got thrown to the... Uh, Not thrown, walled up into walled, an abandoned... Yeah. He's just, just dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dental plan, right? Mm. Burns says he wants to take the dental plan back. And he offers an agreement. They get a free beer cake every meeting mm. if... If they, they get, give up the dental plan. But then Homer interrupts them and rips up the plan. Rips up the agreement. Yeah. So then why did they lose the dental plan? Because the plan was, I'll keep the dental plan if you take the keg. But then Homer goes, no, 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 let's not do that. And then he rips up the agreement. Maybe the previous EA had... Cause, like, cause maybe, I just thought, that's maybe, the agreement. And Homer just ripped it up, which means that they get to keep the dental plan. Presumably the old, plan, the old agreement had lapsed. So maybe there's like a little interim period where they have no benefits until the new plan's agreed to. I don't think so. that's not how it works, man. That's not how it works. There's no period where you have no benefits. That's Look, not in Australia, the land of the free. <laughs> <laughs> but, but over there, in America, where you, you know, it's like a thousand bucks for an aspirin. I think that the, the maybe maybe systems work a little bit differently. Certainly under a demagogue such as Mr. Burns, you'd expect him to play by the rules. But I'm just saying that they never agreed to that. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I come back, do, do you agree I come back to my point. Okay. Maybe their plan had, like, their original agreement had lapsed. That's, oh, okay. That's so there's fair a little interim period <laughs> that until a new agreement is reached, no braces shall be paid for. They cut to Dr. Wolf with uh, Ralph. And this is a hilarious scene. Yeah, everything about the dentist is great. It, rem- it reminds you of what it's like to really beat the dentist, where. You always you feel I'm, judged. Well, I'm yeah. I'm always nervous to go into the dentist because I don't believe I look after the teeth, my teeth as much as I should. Mm. Nicholas, full on, she loves looking after her teeth. She got great, great teeth. I've got terrible teeth, which is ironic because she's the British one in their relationship. Yeah. But the big book of British smiles. That's just one of the things that I always remember from as a kid. Just yeah. the put it away, put it away. <laughs> so I love that they have Prince Prince Charles. Charles. That was going to be one of my trivia questions. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like just the delivery is fantastic of it. How often do you brush, Ralph? Three times a day, sir. Why must you turn my office into a house of lies? You're right. I don't brush. <laughs> I don't brush. Let's look at a picture book. The big book of British smiles. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. But then scares the kids with the spray paint story. Yeah, um, the little rattle in the can of spray paint. That's, that's the kids too. That's a, and the, ooh, they're so scared. <laughs> uh, then he questions Marge. Marge not, is not even safe. Mm. Maggie's teeth are coming in crooked. Has she been sucking on a pacifier? No. Liar! <laughs> Liar! Uh, just, it does, as I said, just sums up the visit to the dentist. Then Lisa's going to need braces. And, oh no, I'm going to be socially unpopular. More, More so. so. <laughs> 
Then we get the future. Basically, he says to Marge, look, she's going to have to get braces because this is what's going to happen to her when she mm. turns 15, 17, 18. That's right, the forward projection tooth just growing up through her head. Yes. Now, there's another one of these later on where they show what the family's going to look like if they don't have any money, right? And the family, okay. their posture changes. And Marge, and Homer goes, Marge, your posture is terrible. <laughs> and I just, I think it's, it always reminds me of that. There was a TV show that really did that. It was... um. Show what you look like when you're older. Yeah, I'm sure it was about fat kids. And I'm pretty sure they were in Britain. That they would get like these really overweight kids and then get like this future simulator about how if it you don't, awesome. don't change your diet, this is what you'll look like. I want to watch that show. It sounds great. It <laughs> <laughs> just reminded me actually of basketball. Um, yeah. That here's, a, here's the last known photo of Coop and here is a computer simulation of what he might look like today. Yeah. <laughs> Cut original photo, white dude, blonde hair, if you're not aware of what um, Trey... Trey? Trey Parker. Yeah, what Trey Parker looks like. Uh, photo of what he might look today, Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> Bart wants to just use Lisa as a circus freak. Cool, she'll be a freak. Bart? We can stick her in a trailer, drive her around the south, and charge two bits of gander. Homer's then watching the wrestling on TV. It's mm-hmm. just so over the top, but it's just so awesome. One man will be unmasked and killed. And killed. In, in the, the ring. ring. <laughs> it's like celebrity deathmatch. And what's great is that because Homer is the middle class, he wants the yuppie to get his comeuppance. Yeah. He thinks he's so big. <laughs> Marge then walks in and says, Lisa needs braces. And Homer says, don't worry because we've got our dental, we've got plan. Our dental plan. And that was another one of the questions. What year did they get it? Uh, 83? The strike of 86. 86. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love, yeah, like how he says, you know, I, I, that, that's how I got this scar. And you think it's going to be some great scuffle and a fight for their rights. But it's just one of the more famous lines of all time. Certainly one of the most used directed at us whenever a podcast is available. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're waiting for something now, it immediately comes to your head, isn't yeah. it? What do we want? More equitable treatment in the hands of management. When do we want it? Soon. Where's my burrito? Where's my burrito? Where's my burrito? <laughs> then I got this car sneaking under the door of a pay toilet. Alrighty, so then they had the meeting of the International Brotherhood of Jazz Dancers, Pastry Chefs, and Nuclear Technicians. Yeah, very, very bizarre it's, combination. It's, it's a well-spread, well-diversified union. Yes, it is indeed. And they laugh about the death of their <laughs> previous... <laughs> we, we, uh, we hope he turns up soon, alive and well. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> so basically, we're supposed to think that they got a hit out on him because he was going to clean up their union. Um... Because when he said yeah. clean, oh, he's going to clean up the union, that means yeah. he's going to try and take away their privileges. Get rid of corruption. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not so much take away their privileges, but, but just take away the abuse of their privileges. Yes, exactly, yeah. Carl mentions the offer from Burns. We'll give up our dental mm. plan in return for a free kick of beer. Everyone's just like straight just on to run it. run straight over We to want it. beer. And we get... This is the most iconic moment from the whole episode. The yeah. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. 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 Bullseye. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Carl. Now I've lost my train of thought. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. If we give up our dental plan, I'll have to pay for Lisa's braces. Did you know this? And again, it's another great example of a joke being repeated over and over and over again to the point that it becomes funny. But the writer was actually questioned by Matt and Al as to whether or not it was a typo. Really? Well, I had that on the script. On the page, it just went on and on and on for so long that they're like, did you mean for that? That's very inefficient. Apparently, times 10. To which apparently he said, yes. And they went, 
Well, that's exactly what we thought. (laughs) (laughs) You're a genius. Yes, you're a genius. You're getting a raise. You know what is genius? The sound when the pen goes into his ass crack. Yeah, that's. (laughs) And then when he pulls it back out, it makes the exact same sound. Oh, little. You can barely hear it, but it's so awesome. I think you, you. pointed that out to me once and every time I'm watching it, it just sticks with me imagine getting that like sort of note you're working in the foley department having to come up with sound effects yeah and you pencil going into butt crack <laughs> pencil removed from butt crack <laughs> uh, Homer pretty much just says oh no if we give up a dental plan I'll have to pay for this as braces uh, the, even the, that though he says it he's putting it together so slowly yes after thought after thinking about it for so, if we give up the dental plan I'll have to pay for <laughs> like it's yeah. I think he they had him say that too to spell it out to the kids who may not understand why it would bother him. Oh, possibly because some kids might not get the whole hoopla. Man, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, just spell it out to him. He refuses. He says we can't do this. You know, Lenny, you wouldn't have that diamond in your tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Chopper. We wouldn't have old Chopper Gum, here. That's gummy for sure. Joe. And <laughs> Gummy Joe, where would you be without the dental plant? <laughs> we never old Chopper here. That's for sure. And then he tries to rip it up, but can't. So just yeah. throws the pages away, <laughs> just one by one. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So matter of fact about it. Yeah. Then Burns is watching on television and asks who he is, and they acknowledge all the stories. Simpson, the past. Hey, new man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, is this the first sorry. time he said that. Not the first time he said Simpson, eh? But it's the first the time they've acknowledged he, the past. The fact that he added in Sim, oh, sorry, new man, and yeah, Smithers with well, he thwarted your run for governor. You ran over his son. He saved the plant from nuclear meltdown. His wife painted you in nude. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> Carla says. that Homer Simpson be our new union president. All in favor? Aye! All opposed? Nee. Congratulations, Homer! Hey, what did this job pay? Nothing. Don't! Unless you're crooked. Woohoo! Now, this is yeah, I was where... I going to say, this is cue your little thing. <laughs> so, I've been taking my wife through the delights. Uh, well, the trials and tribulations. It's it's, an, it, it's not all delights, but it's pretty fucking excellent of watching The Wire. Season two of The Wire, focusing on uh, the wharf kind of um, importers and that sort of thing. It's the most the boring season, but it's better on the no, second viewing. It is better on the second viewing. The first time, yeah, I, I was a little dull, but the second time around, I because I, I kind of knew how it was all going to fit back in with the story. Maybe you can look for things? Yeah. you def- Like, there are bits that you pick up on. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. Let's not get too carried away. Yeah. But yeah, so the the main guy there, Frank Sapotka, who is crooked. Um, so and it just he's a bald man, and it kind of just reminded me of Homer. Once L- a I was little smarter than Homer. Smarter than Homer, yeah. But physically, I was like, he could play Homer in real life pretty yes. comfortably. He's got the he. It's like Carl in Homer's body. Yeah. So I was pretty much just thinking of. Um, Oh, sorry, I was just referring to him in my own head for the rest of the episode as Homer Sabotka and <laughs> and giggling to myself and going, well, that's a joke that no one else is going to understand. He looks like the guy from 30 Rock. You know the guy with the bald head? Oh, 30 Rock. Um, I, I was thinking Third Rock from the Sun. No, no, for no. a second, I was like, what? Uh, Tina Fey's like co-writer. Yeah. Um, do you know who I mean, though? I do know who you mean. I don't know what that guy's The actors look very, very similar. Yeah. Anyway, so cut back from commercial. The family are very proud of Homer. And Homer's the only thing he wants is lifelong connections with the world of organized, organized crime. Organized crime, and then we get a Godfather two. Parody. Yes, yeah, uh, the g- gangster I believe gunned down by Robert De Niro in the street. I just like the the way he makes like the cross, the cross, the like, donut, whatever it is. Motto ben, <laughs> that's a nice a donut. This is after Lisa said you can use it for good. He's like, no, nah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plans to get the dental plan back. Um, and this is what I've got here. Well, they never really lost it, but you've explained to me they have lost well, it. Well, apparently. I've postulated. Yes. <laughs> Lisa then has to get braces. 
and obviously Marge can't afford the good ones. So <laughs> these predate stainless steel, so you can't get them wet. <laughs> They're just terrible. I love the, the really good ones that spray Kelvin Klein obsession for teeth. Yeah. That was my last trivia question. I mean, what was the brand? Yeah, it's Calvin Klein. Burns you can't it. just keep saying that was my trivia question no, every time I point I've something got, out, dude. I've got them somewhere. <laughs> I've, they're here somewhere. I had another time to find them. Uh, yeah, that was one of my trivia questions. Yeah. Where is Dando's trivia questions? <laughs> I'll find them later and I'll prove it to you. So, where were we? Uh, Burns thinks home is exercising. Look at him, Smithers. Exercising away while the others are off at the candy machine. Hey, Lenny, can you get this sugar daddy off my back? Okay, but it's the last time. Hidden has the meeting with Homer, and Homer thinks that Burns is coming on to him. And it's yeah, hilarious. This is a, such great dialogue back and forth. Yeah. The, the innuendo and double entendres from Burns. The um, uh, I'll scratch your back, you scratch, scratch mine. mine. Are you coming on to me? I mean, if I was to slip something into your pocket, what would be the harm in that? Oh my God, he is coming on to me. Negotiations make for strange bedfellows. The best part is that when Homer says, I don't go for these backdoor shenanigans, meaning gay shit, yeah. but, but it actually suits the union yeah. stuff. And, <laughs> sure, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa is then gassed. Oh, what are the three things? Oh, the what three sc- names? The scraper, the gouger, and something else. The poker. The yeah, poker. very, very scary looking utensils. So, obviously, Lisa gets gassed because he has to put the braces on. and it's a, To enable him to chisel some teeth out of her jaw. Yeah. Jawbone. Uh, now, you were saying this is... Was that when he's off there or at the start of the podcast? I can't quite remember. That it wasn't actually... They couldn't actually call it the Yellow I Submarine. At the start. Oh, at the well, start. Well, they, I mean, in the script, they could have, but yeah. they just didn't. Yeah. But yeah, so it's clear. It's, it's Beatles Yellow Submarine parody. Yeah. But Lisa in the sky and whatnot. No, no diamonds, diamonds, though. though. Now, the, she comes back, the mirror... The Mirror, great Batman reference. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. One of the better Simpsons parodies, I think. Yeah. Like, How could the animation of the shadow and everything yeah. is just the, spot on? The doctor just cower, or the dentist just cowering up against yeah. it, and then the laugh and smashing the mirror back down on Tell the table. Tell the listeners what the actual reference is. The, uh, Jack Nicholson turning into the Joker. That is correct. Um, which, that's it, another one of those, this is one of those moments that I'd seen the Simpsons parody that heaps of times before I'd watched the original Batman film. Really? Oh, yeah. so when you watched the film, you were like, oh, yeah. that's, that was I don't one. reckon I'd seen the original Batman. Well, I say the original. I hadn't seen the Tim Burton Batmans until after I'd seen the Joel Schub- Schumacher Batmans. Yeah? Um, just, I mean... Growing, my, my first Batman was the Penguin one, Batman up Returns. In the 90s, like, my parents never had them on video. So, it really wasn't until I started buying DVDs of my own that I ever got around to watching them. I learned a fun fact about you today when you were a kid, by the way. Another one. You couldn't... Which of my mum's exes were you talking no, no. to today? Your mum loved Kevin Costner, but you apparently couldn't say Kevin Costner. You'd say Kevin Toshner. You'd say TT, like Tevin Tosner. Really? Yeah. Well, he is a bit of a Tosner. Because <laughs> he was just like, does he still like Tevin Tosner? I'm like, I don't get it. He goes, oh yeah, because you weren't there when you was a kid. Anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, real hard to make nostalgic jokes to yeah. someone that wasn't around. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're referencing there. Who's Tevin Tosner? I so, was a big fan of Dances with Wolves when I was a kid for some reason. I liked Tin Cup. Oh, I love Tin yeah. Cup. <laughs> His best movie of all time. Lisa then comes home and the, the dog is scared of the braces. Unfinished Symphony of Roy McAvoy. Sorry, I'm just going to do Tin Cup quotes in between you talking from now on. The dog is scared of Lisa's braces and she just feels so deflated. She just walks up the stairs and this is where we hear a knock at the door. There is only one other acceptable theory on how to hit a golf ball. Grip it and rip it. I'm done. Who is it? Goons. Who? Hired goons. Hired goons? They take him away. And like you said before, the little 
tire shake. Yeah. What's what's it meant to be? Just being polite. Yeah, I think, or, or maybe not you, polite. You didn't say nothing. Professional. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to the Burns Mansion in the Avery. I like the Burns Eagle. Is it an eagle? Uh, vulture. Uh, buzzard. Some, buzzard. Oh, yes. Sorry, well, uh, yeah, vulture. Buzzard. Yeah. yeah. I think a vulture and is a type of buzzard. Even does like the yeah. Burns cow or something. Yeah. And then Homer's like, you could have just called me. The calls are so impersonal. I prefer <laughs> hired goons. And Homer, hired goons? Yes. Yeah, still just so confused <laughs> by the whole scenario. So Burns shows him around the house. I loved this tour. I thought it was hilarious. The largest, largest TV, TV in the free world. Yep. The Thousand Monkeys. Yeah, this is the great. Blurst of Times is another classic moment from this episode. Yeah. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. <laughs> you shut up. Now, did you notice an important thing? Homer drinking in both of those scenes? Drinking? Just drinking. So, okay. like, when Homer really needs to go to the toilet, in both of the two uh-huh. little segments or scenes before it, in front of the TV and the monkeys, he's got um, a drink or a mug okay. in his hands. No, I didn't notice from. that. Okay, yeah. cool. Makes sense. So, I was going to get to the basement. It's not as good as the other rooms. <laughs> yeah, I really should stop ending the tour here. <laughs> now, I love the when Homer says, like, it thinks in his head, I need to pee. Mm. Little, all the references to having to go to a pee. And the, like, the drinking, the dripping tabs. In the, in the, yeah, drip in the background. The smithers yeah. pouring. Um, what are the lines? Take the pressure from? off. Take the pressure off. It doesn't. Whiz. It doesn't. Uh, you don't need to be a whiz to understand that you need to look out for number one. Uh, stick with me, and you'll make a big splash. And splashes the <laughs> yeah. drink. Yeah. Obviously, runs off to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Ooh, trivia question: Which door? Third door on the right. No, twenty third door. Twenty third. Right. Damn it! Nearly. <laughs> not well. Not really. But I said yeah. third anyway. So uh, then Burns is disappointed. He thinks that Homer's outsmarted him. It's yeah. not that at all. He, he didn't even stick around. No, yeah. exactly. He comes back. Did you find a bathroom, all right? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's still, this is another. I love this scene. Drops off of the helicopter. Marge mm. getting her hair cut off. Yeah. But it's just the, the fact that he, he threatens Homer, then falls. Well, you've won this round, Simpson, but I'll grind you into the earth like a bug. <laughs> oh! Simpson, be a deer and rub my legs till the feeling comes back. A bug, I tell you! A bug! <laughs> Bit of a reference of Bart the Daredevil, Homer falling down the gorge. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Homer then says, look, it's not. It's too much for me. It's just not worth the hassle. I'm going to quit. And Marge's like, no, 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 they love you down there. They love you down there. Then he says, you're right. And then he mentions things. Guys are always patting my bald head for luck, pinching my belly to hear my girlish laugh. Hmm, that doesn't sound like they like you at all. You know, I think you're right. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to punch Lenny in the back of the head. Cut to the primary school photos. And Principal Skinner's going through the kids, making sure they look sharp. Yep. Uncross those eyes, mister. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you feel so sorry for that kid. The design is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa won't smile, obviously, because she's embarrassed with the braces. And the photographer here is just so cruel. There is no guards. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if a guy said that to a child? Well, he was he was horrified. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> horrified. <laughs> the workers are then going on strike. Strike! 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 All in favour of a strike? Aye. All opposed? Nay. Who keeps saying that? It was him. Let's get him, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> The design of this guy is such a little weasel. It's just yeah. so funny. It was him. Greasy hair. But who, who's that guy, the big buff guy? No, it's just... It's just funny because he's the complete opposite of the guy who actually points him out. personal trainer. And he's just laughing as the they get... The PPPT. Laughing as they're bashing him up. So then Lisa 
is singing the Union Strike Love folk this song. song. Yeah. I love a ballad. It fits the episode so well, doesn't it? I just it? like the way it's sung as well. It's It almost reminds me of, I mean, obviously the campfire it's a female voice. Song, it? It's a campfire song, but it... it, it I like this song for some of the same reasons that I like Bob Dylan songs, where yeah. I'm like, it's not necessarily sung well or in key, but I just like the way it's sung. It's like it's not a tease for the end, but the way it's sung at the end just ties up the episode so well. Yeah. It's just the meaning behind the song. Uh, they're just rioting, they're shaking Wickham's car, Wickham's enjoying it, yeah. uh, just relaxed. <laughs> Burns then gets uh, the old guys, he goes, what, is it from like 1920s? Get some strike breakers like we used to have in the 30s. In the 30s, yeah. Well, we can't bust strikes like we used to. Our trick is to tell stories that go nowhere. Which was a great way to kill time for the episode. Yeah. If they're like, we can't fill the episode, we'll just have Grandpa talk. It goes for like 40 seconds, I yeah. think. This Talking is- about uh, having to catch the ferry to Shelbyville. It's weird. It's like, I didn't realize that Shelbyville was a crosswater. They haven't established but, it yet. Um, which used to be called Morganville. <laughs> I just thought that was style at the time. Yeah. I, my oh, my favorite line in that whole thing, apart from, like, I love. Uh, nickel had a nickel which Bumblebee used to have bumbles but give me five bees for a quarter you'd say <laughs> but no my favourite line is um, they didn't have any yellow young uh, oh sorry yellow uh, it was a white onion uh, sorry they didn't have any white onions because of the war <laughs> like, <laughs> why exactly <laughs> but it's, it's just asserted as fact yeah. and you would just go, oh yes <laughs> <laughs> well I imagine the war you know onion shortage yes Burns has just gone to sleep he just can't believe this was just not a good idea at all Burns then tries to put the pressure hose on the workers just backfires completely yep funny visual just yeah wailing around in yep. the air with the hose and Lisa continues to sing now do classical gas I love how much Lenny is enjoying it. Mm. Just shaking his head, you know, bopping along. Mason Williams' Classical Gas is one of the best three minutes and 40-odd seconds of guitar music you will ever listen to. Yeah. Well played. It's fantastic. Have you never heard it? I would have heard it, but I honestly couldn't tell you who sung it, though. I don't, oh, there's I know, I know there's the no singing. It's just guitar. Oh, it's just guitar. Is yeah. It? Okay. I don't, it's I don't just know about it. No, it's no. just an instrumental. Okay. I'll have to check it out. So then Burns suggests that, you know, we can run the plant by ourselves, Smithers. We don't need the workers. One of the funniest montages they've done to date. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> like I said before, loving them running down the hallway, flap, uh, they embrace, and they do like a little twist, and they flap around the other, the other direction. I love, well, Burns, like, twirling his cane and with his little... Yeah, and dancing, um, yeah. I don't, even, I don't know what that type of hat is called, but yeah, dancing along the panels. And flip, throwing the, uh, it says, do not take lid, lid off. It throws it as a frisbee for the two-headed yeah, dog. for the two-headed and, dog. And then Burns taps him on the shoulder. And they're both laughing with each other. And then obviously they hire the robot workers. They turn on them. Grush, kill, destroy. Smithers <laughs> is carrying Burns out while Burns looks very, very scared. Then it's Smart Line with Mr. Burns, Homer, and Joyce Brothers. Yeah, I brought my own mic. Who is that, Joyce Brothers? Well, I guess she was... Should I Google it right now? The, an equivalent of OJ Simpson. Like, if OJ said no, and they went, oh, well, we need someone else. We'll, we'll find out later. <laughs> yeah. But she she serves no purpose except for that one line yeah. for this whole thing. So, he asked Homer a question, realized that Homer's stupid. Oh, my director is <laughs> telling me not to talk to you anymore. And then, Mr. Burns, you said you wanted an opening tirade? Yes, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> then just pretty much says, event daddy's just like, I'm going to wreak havoc on you guys mm. in Springfield. No one will be spared. And then... We get the Batman parody of them going to their room. Well, Batman slash Get, get smart. smart. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't... I think the music is Batman. One. It's two in one. Oh, no, the music's more Get Smart than Batman. Dun, 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 dun. I think it's yeah. Batman. No. 
Okay. Batman, I Batman. Batman is... The old, the old one, but not in the, in the movies, the Tim Burton music. That's the Tim Burton music. It's close, but I think it's more Get Smart. Okay. But the Batman reference... Because the, the Batman bit that they reference is the 60s Batman when they go down the fireman's pole. Okay. Um, and the the um, bookcase. The bookcase is a yep. classical Batman move. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny though. they get there. They finally get to... There's a dog. A stray dog. I just had the most exciting flashback. Did you ever go to Warner Brothers Movie World in the Queensland? The yeah. Batman ride? Yeah. So, like, for, for people... I was going to mention it before when you were talking about the joke and people, how... I- that were too young and maybe didn't remember that it was a it was a simulator ride. So but like, it wasn't computerized; it was real footage. Yeah, real and footage. You can find on a video screen. on YouTube because I looked it up recently. It's fantastic. Yes, you had to chase the penguin through Gotham, but like yeah. real footage on the screen as the whole thing that you were in would tip would shake around. So it was barely a ride; like it, you I, didn't go anywhere and nothing happened. It's a virtual ride, but it started like you're in this big kind of foyer of an attic, and you got in there by someone pulling like. Um, it was just one of the the movie workers, one of the workers. But like they they always acted so well, like they yeah. really got into character, and they could never remember which book to pull. Like yeah. that was their big gags. Like oh, which one was it? Yeah. Like Alfred's always moving these, yeah. and then he pulls it, and then the fucking bookcase opens up, and you get to walk through. Holy shit! As like a six year old, that was the most exciting thing I remember. I've ever done. <laughs> Do you remember the one part from the ride? I always remember was when a clown was right at the front of the car, and he tips the Batmobile up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, whoa! I just remember I was shit scared Terrifying. as a kid. Shit scared as a kid. Yeah. And then I went back the second time about 10 years later and they had the Batman ride but it was all computerized and I was like, uh, this no, is just terrible. Still had the the bookcase yep. open, the, the uh, start of it but the rest of it was just all computerized. That's cool. The Batman ride now is pretty sweet. It used to be the Lethal Weapon ride but you walk through there and it's... Um, oh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, uh, the Arkham Asylum. So it's done up like Arkham Asylum as you're waiting to get in. The, cool. the dude hanging from the roof. Oh, I missed that. As, you, as you're about to go into the line, if you look mm. behind you and look straight up, there's a, a police officer's body hanging from the roof. Oof. Or it's a prisoner's body. One That's of them dark. Hang- yeah. Okay, cool. But the, the Batman ride at Movie World is actually the one that shoots up and down. That's now called the Batman ride. Oh, the, that's the Batwing. Batwing, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Anyway, that was way off track, but it deserved to be mentioned. It, it was fit. awesome. <laughs> I, I'll show you the video later of, okay. the, of the ride. It brings back so many good memories. I'm glad you remember that as well, and I wasn't the only one. So anyway, as we said, they get to their secret room where it shuts down all where the power. it's just a rickety door. And a rickety door and a dog. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> kicks the dog out. And the line here is awesome. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. Yeah. Which is from Moby Dick, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And shuts down the power to Springfield. Immediately, just riot. Yeah. The power's out. <laughs> Time to out for like two seconds. Breaking the buildings. I love that on a neon sign, they still advertise total blackout in Springfield. I was going to say, what power would that? Yeah. Well, that's the joke. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, what power would the blackout sign? <laughs> Workers are then start, well the power cuts out and the workers start breaking out the song the Union Strike folk song. I love it and I love that Lisa let it. Yes, it's that thing of all right, you're going to throw that at us. We're doubling down on singing, but like it's just to show we we're not going to be broken. Yeah, and they all just embrace arm in arm, and this is the Grinch parody, the way Mr. Burns oh, designed. And it's so well done. Oh, it, the lines, everything. The line, well, yeah, the lines, but the animation. Like this was a moment that I truly got excited for the animation and the way they drew Burns, in that he stayed true to Burns but was also true to the way that the Grinch looks. Yeah, because it wasn't always looking like the Grinch. Only when he was listening, he yeah. just looked like the Grinch. It was designed and fantastic. Go, and when he's going back and forth with Smithers. Yes, the, the dialogue, like obviously. Look at, well, looking at him and like he kind of is right up close yes. to his face and yep. then he looks away again. Yep. And Burns is just like, well, I've given up. I've tried everything. They're still not breaking. Let's cut a deal. Brings Homer to his office and he says to Homer, I'll give you your dental plan. 
as long as you resign as the president, Homer's this win-win for Homer. <laughs> and this was where Burns realised he'd fucked up. Smithers, I'm beginning to think that Homer Simpson was not the brilliant tactician I thought he was. I liked when the, the power gets turned back on. Mm. The porn... Area. The red light district. Did yep. you see the uh, the gay club? Adam and Adam. Adam and Adam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quality. And the fake vomit factory starts working again. Everyone's and everyone happy. Everyone, I love that. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just so happy. Lisa's got her new braces. You can hardly notice them. So obviously, Lisa's has braces in later episodes. Yep. But the minute that you can't actually see them, so we're gonna have to draw them on there. Well, I don't think I, I just thought it was one of those one and dones. Yeah. So no one pays any. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I felt they put that line in there just so they wouldn't have to draw the braces in there. And okay. just, you, I mean, that's what I thought anyway. Maybe I looked too far into it. Anyway, so, and then she makes this stupid gag of, that's the tooth. Yeah. And they all start laughing because he left the happy gas on. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's a good excuse to be able to have your cake and eat it too with a really lame joke. In what sense? You have this awful, that's the tooth joke. Everyone laughs. Uh, and then you go, it's just because the gas was Yeah, on. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as we said, an absolute fantastic episode. I still... If you're looking at best episodes, it might be top 10, but not one of my personal top 10s like you were saying last week. Mm. It's, I enjoyed it, but not as much as other episodes. Yeah. But it, it does deserve to be in everyone else's but top 10. It is brilliant. Yeah. It's the way it's written. I think it was Jay Kogan's and Wally Wolodarski's last episode they wrote. Okay. So, they definitely went out with a bang. But yeah, fantastic episode. What did we learn, Palmer? What did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Well, as I mentioned, Shelbyville used to be referred to as Morganville and was accessible by via water. Yes. Uh, outside of that, I learned that if you're trying to break into a nuclear power plant, best check the back door. Okay. I learned that I struck gold by marrying a British person that has good teeth. <laughs> struck gold. You you found a needle in a haystack yeah. is, is what happened. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. So, Mitch, do you have some mailbag for us this week? Dando, you know I do. Awesome. This one comes in from Dan Eglinton. Hey, Ditch and Mando. <laughs> hey, Very see, funny. See what he's done there? That's real, <laughs> real smart, sharp stuff. This is Dan. I'm English. Uh, this is a take on an old question you get asked a lot, but I was wondering if there's any super obscure Simpsons quotes or references that you use on a semi-regular basis. I mean, obscure to the point that it'd be hard for anyone to clock that it's even a reference. That's, that defeats the purpose. I don't like that. Well, I've, the thing is, I realise that I've actually got one. And yeah. it's not that I'm deliberately trying to be obscure. It's just that for whatever reason, it's a line that is stuck in my head. And it's actually in this episode. Okay. Which is kind of conv- why I'm reading this question out now. Mm-hmm. Um, his, uh, my example is a line that never fails to make me laugh just because of its inappropriately deadpan delivery. It's just two words. I'm trapped. Um this might be an awful idea, but I've decided that I'm not going to tell you who says it or when, just to test how obscure a quote this actually is. I can't decide whether it's too difficult, but I kind of figured that with uh, within a bunch of diehard Simpsons fans, someone should be able to figure it out. So, who says the above and in what episode? We know who it was. Of course I do. It was one of my trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say who it was? Uh, Lenny. Yes. In Homer the Mo. Homer the Mo, yeah, from that's, about season 13. That's, I think what, it is. that's what I'm going with. Yeah, it's when Homer takes over the bar. I believe it's when Lenny's in like the mouse thing, isn't it? And he jumps on and he's like, like I'm, I'm trapped or something he can't like get that. out. Yep. That's, that's what I remember. I, I hear Lenny saying it. I'm pretty sure that's when he says I'm trapped. Yeah, Could okay. be wrong though. Um, my really obscure one is one word. I can go better than that. And it's McBain. All right. Like if someone offers me something that perhaps I shouldn't be having. Like, like, say, um, today I started a new job. Um, 
same job, different company. So they offered you the boss's lunch. Uh, no, well, they offered me a tiny teddy, like a little biscuit. Mitch, would you like a teddy? And so I couldn't help myself. Is it a just... test? It's a trap. <laughs> no, I was just, all right. <laughs> Do they get it? No, of course they don't. But like, that's the thing. It's it's something that I'm not saying for them. I'm saying it purely for me. Yeah. That it works because, you know, it just works in conversation anyway. But in my head, I get to smile and think about McBain. I believe... Yes, would have been maybe, say, yes. five to ten years ago, but now it's just so popular because of the memes and everything that mm. everyone says it. But if you had said, yes, I've been saying it for yes. years. So mainstream now. Yeah, it's just so popular now, but that sort of that would have been mine. So thanks for the question. What was his name again? Uh, that was Dan Eglinton. Thanks, Dan. Uh, next question that we've got comes in from Chris Turkington. Good, strong name. Turkington. Sounds like a cricketer. Yeah. Sounds like a cricketer. Sounds like a... It kind of sounds like a food. It'd be one of those, like, a savoury mince roll or something like that. A beef turkington. A, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. Beef wrapped in turkey. Yeah, that works. Um, maybe you've taken that a bit too literally. I, I like to think that it would be, you know, um, those, like, that little glaze that a mince pie has? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it would be a beef pastry bit with that glaze over the top and some sultanas. Like a Turkish you delight. You, or, or raisins. You wouldn't want them in there, but they'd be there. Yes. Yeah. You take them off. Like a pickle on a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Although a, a pickle apparently has to be there for legal reasons. because if the No, that's not true. It's not true. No. Okay. Yeah. I've always believed it to be true. It makes sense. McDonald's themselves debunked that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, why would they have any reason to lie about the health <laughs> claims well, of their products? The, the, the lie that went around was that the pickle's there because otherwise it'd be considered confectionery because there's so much sugar in the bread rolls. Yeah. Um, which, is, like, there is sugar in the bread rolls, but there's sugar in all bread that's part of baking. Um, without the sugar, the yeast has nothing to eat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, fucking calm down about your McDonald's, <laughs> guys. Be more concerned about the fat and the fact that you're getting some of the worst quality beef in the country. What hey, does Chris have to say? Uh, Chris, um, uh, apparently um, CEO of McDonald's. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, guys. I believed you for a second there. <laughs> I thought, really? That's awesome. Hey, guys. Big fan. I was just wondering what moments in the show go unexplained or can be considered, can be considered non-canon that you would like more detail on. Uh, if you're wondering what I mean, uh, the example I have is in Machapu about nothing where Willie is deported at the end, but it's not explained what happened to him. Hmm. I would... There's a few floating around for me. Now, if I was to think about this, after Maggie crashes into Springfield Prison and everyone escapes... Yeah, time to riot. What did the next few days look like? Like, was that like... Time to go on a crime spree. Was that like Batman... The Nightfall comic series where Bane busts everyone out of Arkham and Chief Wiggum just had to... Holy shit, there's an episode that should have existed. Chief Wiggum having to go through... You could have done this as a three-parter. Bruce Wayne-style breakdown as he chases every criminal in Springfield to get them back into prison. It'd be a video game. Holy shit, it'd be the best video game of all time. Maybe not of all time, but it'd be pretty fucking good. I could guarantee you... That if you gave that to me and I had the requisite skills, <laughs> that it would be the best video game of all time. And you could unlock Lou and Eddie as well. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking awesome. What about, um? I would have loved to have seen more of Bob and Cecil sharing a room together in prison. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That's not non-canon, but that would have been funny to see more of that. Yep. We only got still shots of Mo, didn't we, when he was the fan guy? Yeah. Seeing, well, I guess the, the, still, the still shots sum it up, but it would have been funnier to have seen People. more video. <laughs> I won that bet, by the way. Yes, I know you did. <laughs> Are the luckiest people. Um, just what happened to Professor Frink's kid? 
after yes. he flew him out. My wife is going to kill me. <laughs> well, we never see him again, so we can only assume that he exploded. Yeah, yeah. safely. Yeah, safely <laughs> assume that that's what happened. Um, there, there's a few yeah. ideas off the top of my head. Um, where did the cat burglar get to after he left Springfield? Did he just quit cat burglar yeah, for the rest of his he life? he busted out, didn't he? Yeah. Maybe he's just living undercover in, in Springfield still. Possibly. That would be cool. That'd be a really cool throwback to or, do right now. Or elsewhere. You could do... You could do a spin-off series of the Cat Burglar around the world. Just different cities. Ocean's 14. <laughs> and you've got, in the next Ocean's film, there's an animated character. <laughs> I want to see Lyle Landley fooling North Haverbrook. <laughs> like a prequel to <laughs> the monorail. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that question. But thank you for the question, Chris Turkington. If, if you guys have answers to that question, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. We will get around to answering all your questions. We're sparing them at the moment because we're doing so many pre-records because I'm currently in the States. I believe I'm currently in England as everyone will be listening to this. Mm. And yet I can see you right now. It's very strange. But yeah, is that it for the mailbag for this week? That's it for the mailbag. We apologise. The questions, the shows are a little bit shorter lately, but it's just because, as we said, we usually do longer mailbags and whatnot, but we've got... We can't do them too long because we've got to get them all edited in time for me going away. But yeah, do apologise for that. We will be bigger and better in 2017. I don't feel like we've been... Not too short. I, well, I don't feel like we've been lacking on the detail. Look, 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 I, don't, I don't know why. Maybe we're just smashing through them subconsciously. I'm not too sure. Mm. But I feel like we're just, we, we usually... Hello. What's that? Uh, what have got, you found? We've got an email in from Andrew Swan. Uh, on the... on, Sorry, one note. Um, uh, we during Marge versus the monorail episode. So, we, we put that up as a sort of a bonus with like a couple of weeks early for thought, Patreon. Yeah, just for, just to help Patreon out. fans. So, that's why I say thank you to our Patreon. We threw it a couple of weeks earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, in that episode, we were referring to the happy birthday to you not being able to be played due to copyright issues. That was the case until earlier this year when yes, the song has finally today, yeah. been declared to be public domain. So, there you go. But... And it does appear in a tw- season 27 episode of The Simpsons. He writes which one it is in there as well. Uh, puffless. Yes. That's where I believe Patty and Summer give up smoking because their father dies of lung cancer. Or he they find out that he died of lung cancer. Yeah. So, there you go. That's But, you know, I had... Oh, and I remembered where I'd actually heard that clip. Adam Hills was talking about it in um, one of his stand-up comedy DVDs where he has the sign interpreter up on stage. Yep, yep, yep. So we got her to sign happy birthday to you to someone who was having their birthday it. in the audience. I'm pleased that you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing I know. It's information that will never be useful to me. <laughs> Nicola knows a lot more sign language than I do. Anyway, mm-hmm. so thanks for listening to our review of Last Exit to Springfield, a fantastic episode that I advise you go and check out immediately. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and please rate and review us in iTunes. We'd really appreciate the support, guys. Helps us boost up the rankings in iTunes. If you want to pledge us some money on Patreon, that would also be much appreciated. $5 or more gets your name read out on the show. We will read them all out once I get back from my trip around the world. Mm. $2 or more gets you access into all the premium stuff and $8 gets you even more. You get to chat to us once a month on Google Live Show. What's it called? Google Hangouts. And yep. You get a free selfie and everything. So, tons of free stuff, tons of exclusive content available on our Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash four finger discount. Access into exclusive videos and much, much more. Mitch, any final words for the listeners no, this guys, week? Just be sure to tune in for our next episode, which is So It's Comes to This, a Simpsons clip show. You in think which has been going short. Wait for the next yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, in <laughs> which I'll have almost nothing to talk about. But fortunately... And possibly an answer coming up for a long-running saga on Four Finger Discount. Exactly how do you pronounce Gearoid? Stay tuned. Shh.